I might have that. I'm glad you're here tonight. I honestly want to say this. I don't. Uh, it's not a burden for me to come to church. Amen. 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 Yeah. It's a blessing. Yeah. And uh, I thank God for the privilege and the opportunity that we have. Amen. It's good yeah. to be here. Good to be back with Brother Nathan. Uh, he said this morning, uh, we've known each other a long time. We ain't got to be around each other a whole lot. Just yeah. Circumstances of life, but uh, I forgot about picking his apples. I forgot about that. <laughs> I'll tell you something funny, then we'll get started. But, uh, my, my family, I, of course, you've seen I got four young. My wife, she's always stayed home and took care of them and taught them. And I've pretty much been self employed or part time employed the whole time we've been married. And, uh, uh, you know, sometimes you got to sort of scrimp and save to make ends meet. And, uh, I mean, we we put up, we can, what's that, can everything we can get, get everything we can, that's, that's what we can <laughs> put all our food up. I'm bad to go around. We make apple cider, we make applesauce, we made, I think we can 70 gallon applesauce last year. And uh, it's about all gone. Four boys, three boys can eat like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm always going to people's houses, you know, I carry the mail part-time, and if there's an apple tree or a cherry tree or something out in their yard, nobody's getting them, I don't like to go ask them for them. And uh, my wife gets on to me, too. <laughs> All they can do is thank you, you know. All they can do is say no. This one lady, I went up to her house, she's old, I carried her mail for a while, and her for fairly good. I went up to her house, she had three apple trees in her backyard and they were loaded, I mean, just bent over with apples. And we was gonna make apple juice. And you know, it don't matter if they're bruised, it don't matter what they look like. And I went and knocked on her door, I said, ma'am, can I pick some of your apples? I said, nobody's gonna get them. She said, the honey said, you get all you want. She said, get every apple out there. Well, the next day I brought my sacks. And I picked all the apples I could reach from the ground on the first tree, and then I went and shook, shook every apple off of them, picked them up, and put them in the sack. I started toward the second tree, and she came out there, and she said, don't you think you ought to save a few for somebody else? <laughs> 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 so I, I've learned when I go to pick your apples or your cherries, I'll tell them, I'll say, now, do you want any? I said, I'll be glad to pick you some, but if you don't, I'll be <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing the food that goes to waste in our nation. That's the truth. We're we're been a nation of plenty. Mm -hmm. God's blessed us. Yeah. Now I'm going to tell you that we, we may be looking for apples and cherries one of these days. Yeah. Right. I'm glad God. I'm like what David said. He said, "I've been young and now I'm old, and I've never seen the righteous forsaken." Right. begging bread. Yes, Amen. sir. I believe God will take care of us. It's good to be here tonight. I'll tell you something else funny, and I'll get into the scripture. <laughs> We left the church this evening, or this, after, I guess this morning, and uh, one of my young, one of my boys said, Daddy, he said, Nathan must be a rough preacher today. two ladies there in slings. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. So I don't know if Nathan's beat up on y'all, but I won't beat up on you tonight. <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I just hope 
pray that God will speak to your heart tonight. If you have your Bibles, you can be open to them. But you're coming to the right place. You open them to Isaiah 52. Again, I want I just want to thank God for the opportunity. I don't I don't consider myself very much of a preacher. I just know I'm called to God. I don't have the, the intellect that some preachers do. I I, I study, I try to study, I try to read. But I've always been sort of handicapped in that. I have trouble comprehending. And uh, I, me and my wife first got married, and I'd sit and try to read, and she'd come in and say something, and I'd have to go right back to the start of the chapter. <laughs> I'd get down about six or eight verses, she'd pop in and say something else, I'd have to go back to the start of the chapter. I found out I, I had to have complete and total silence, and then I still struggle. But... Uh, if you get anything tonight or this week, I hope and pray you do. I believe God will bless you if you're wanting, if you want revive, if you want something. Amen. Uh, a lot of people don't want it tonight. Yep. Amen. That's right. I thought as, as I come over here, I seen people in their Jeeps and their four-wheelers and their motorcycles and their, uh, you know, gas is getting high and things get a little harder and people still out of running the roads, enjoying life and the pleasures. There ain't nothing wrong with that. But I tell you what, there's very few who wants to be in God's house. That's right. Amen. Amen. They want to enjoy all the blessings of prosperity, but they forget where, that God's the one that's blessed us. Amen, preacher. All right. Isaiah 52, again, if you'd stand tonight in honor of God's word. I'm just going to break in here. Uh, verse 6. It says, Therefore my people shall know my name. Therefore they shall know in that day that I am he that doeth speak. Behold, it is I. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, that publisheth peace, that bringeth good tidings of good, that publisheth salvation, that saith unto Zion, Thy God reign. Fathers, we bow before you tonight again. Lord, we just want to thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord, for the power in it and the promises in it. Lord, thank you for the hearing of it tonight, Lord. And just ask that you would bless it tonight, Lord. You promised yes, it, that your word would not go out and return unto you, Lord, but it accomplished that uh, wherein you sent it, Father. And I just pray tonight, Lord, that you would uh, honor that promise, Lord. Honor, honor thy word tonight, Father, and may it glorify thy name. And Father, we just ask you to use us, Lord, in the thoughts you put on our heart. Yes, and Lord, that it might be a blessing tonight to this little church, Father, to each one that's here. Lord, it might draw us close to you. And, Father, we might let our light shine in this dark world. Father, I thank you for all you do. Lord, give you the praise and the glory for all that you're going to do. And, Father, we ask these things in Jesus' precious and holy name. Amen. Amen. Y'all do, do foot washing here? Mm -hmm. It don't matter. I grew up doing foot washing. Yeah. And uh, we practiced foot washing at Apple Grove. And uh, I know... Now I ain't here to make an argument one way or the other. You're all right, brother. But what I was going to say is I've seen several feet. <laughs> they ain't done all real pretty. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. Amen. Amen. I've washed some preacher's feet that I thought were great men of God, and they still didn't have pretty feet. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> you look at my feet. They're not very pretty. They're scarred and crooked. And... The Bible says here that there's one that has pretty feet. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. The one that brings good news. Amen. Yeah. The one that brings glad tidings. The one that publishes salvation. Yeah. 
Amen. I, and I read that and I know uh, you can read it over in Romans chapter 10. And Paul's uh, pre uh, talking about preachers and uh, preaching the word of God. And I, I understand what he's saying. I believe, though, this is talking about Jesus. Amen. Mm -hmm. And, of course, somebody that's bringing the good news of Jesus. Amen. Then feet are beautiful. Not because they, not because they uh, are lovely to look at, but because them feet carry the messenger. Amen. That brings the gospel of good tidings. Amen. That brings the gospel of life. And I thought about, you know, we live in a day when you can hop in your car and take off and uh, you know, drive anywhere you want to, pretty much. And uh, with relative ease, uh, that's just been in the last little bit. My granddaddy was born in 1882. Amen. Uh, he told about the time they let out school so he could go out and see his first car. Well, man, that was my older, or my younger granddad. My, uh, my granddad Owen was born in 1882. He, he never did own a car that I know of. He walked everywhere and rode horses. Yeah. They said one time somebody tried to teach him to drive and he got in a, a, a truck or whatever it was and said he does. I'm doing pretty good. And pulled up in front of the store and hollered, whoa. <laughs> Went right through the front of the store. Uh, but driving's a relatively modern thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. The Apostle Paul walked over uh, pretty much over the known world. Amen. Yeah. Uh, bringing good times. Amen. Uh, the, what he preached got him in jail. Amen. What he preached got him in trouble. It right. got him stoned. Amen. Yeah. It got him arrested. Amen. But I'm going to tell you for those, amen, that was willing to listen, for those who were willing to hear what he had to say, amen, it was good tidings of salvation. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I'm going to tell you tonight, I'm going well to be excited about what the Word of God has to say and the man yeah. of God that brings it. Amen. I'm going to tell you it excites me uh, to be in revival. Amen. Yeah. I like to hear good preaching. Amen. Yeah. I just yeah. soon sit down here, Brother Nathan, tonight. Yeah. Amen. As I would be up here, I like to hear the good news. Amen. It don't get old. Amen. Uh, sometimes I worry. I preach a, I preach the same thing, Brother Nathan, sometimes oh. over and over. I don't have to grow. I know I have. But it's good news. Amen. Yeah. I don't get tired of good news. We hear so much bad news today. Right, right. Oh, I get so weary of hearing that. Yeah. I'm glad I can hear some good news, ain't you? Amen. Oh, how beautiful are the feet of them that bring good news, Amen. good times, Amen. and bring the message of salvation. Right. I thought about Paul. I thought about the apostles. Yeah. How they walked and went. My goodness, uh, they turned the world upside down. We mentioned that this morning. Paul, yeah. Paul went to all the known world. I'd say most of it on foot. Some of it on the ship. Maybe he possibly rode a donkey or something like that. But most of it he walked. Yeah. And we will hardly walk across the road to tell somebody about Jesus. You're right, Roger. Amen. You're right. Hey, Amen. I'm going to tell you something. Oh, yeah. These people lost and died and going to hell. And we think we've got in this Come world and this time we live in. We think that our, our, our what we do for the Lord's in the confines of this church. Amen. If we we may not think it, we may not say it, but our life uh, sort of bears that out record. Amen. Oh, we'll be faithful to church, but what about out in the world? Amen. It's easy to let your light shine in here. Amen. But go out in the darkness. Amen. And you, when your light shines, it'll show you up. Amen. It'll yeah. make you stand out. Amen. But I'm going to tell you, light has an attraction to it. Amen. If you'll let your light shine in this dark world, amen, people will see it. Amen. Well, we need a church that's on fire. Amen. We need yeah. a church that's excited about the Word of God and preaching the Word of God and Amen. hearing the Word of God and sharing the Word of God. Hey, we've got churches are preaching and teaching everything else. Uh, the Bible 
saying, please God, by the preach the foolishness of preaching. What are they preaching? Paul said, I preach the gospel. Amen. Amen. The death, the burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Say, preacher, I go tell somebody about Jesus and they make fun of me. They don't like me. Well, that'll happen. They made fun of Jesus. They made fun of right. Paul there. Yeah. Oh, but the ones that hear, how wonderful. Yes, Amen. sir. Amen. Amen. We ain't take nothing out of this world. Yeah. Oh, we ain't going to take a dime. We ain't going to take a car, a fishing pole, a gun, a golf club. It ain't going to go with us. Amen. Oh, we act like that's life down here. I'm going to tell you the only thing we'll take into heaven with us is those we've won for the Lord. Amen. Yeah. That that we've done for Him and the gospel that we've shared. Amen. It'll go Amen. with us. That, that, that'll be a, I believe that'll be our treasure in heaven. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Oh, I know everybody, everybody ain't a, Preacher, yeah. say, preacher, I just can't talk to people. You can't talk to people, or you can't talk to people about the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Lord, I can call somebody kill a big buck. I'll call half the camp. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Amen. Right. I don't have no trouble telling them all about it. Amen. Yeah. Your favorite team wins. You call and tell. You call and brag on them, won't you? You're right. Yeah. Hey, Amen. You get a raise at work. You call and tell somebody. Sure. Amen. I mean, about anything good happens, anything you're interested in, you don't have no trouble talking about it. Right. Why don't we get to talk about Jesus? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How beautiful are his feet. Yeah. Amen. The old preacher that preached the night I got saved, I, I don't know the seed was sown in my heart, I'm sure, from the time I was a little boy. But I got a special place in my heart for Charlie McCoy. Yeah. Got up and preached the gospel. Amen. The Lord dealt with my heart. Yeah. Saved me at 16. I've been, and I ain't even, again, I ain't got to where I wanted to preach yet. Yeah. Nathan, I, know, I don't mean to preach a long time, but I enjoy it. Amen. I enjoy talking about Jesus. Preach on. What he's done for me. I got, I come to the altar when I was about seven. Sitting on the back seat of Sturgill's Baptist Church. My mom and dad, I don't know why they let me sit back there that Sunday. They never did before. But I remember what I was doing, Brother Nathan. I was, I had a little matchbox cars. Yeah. And we'd open up the songbooks, the hard book, the hardback songbooks about like that. We'd open up, and me and a couple of boys back there running them and jumping them across the top of them books like it's ramps. I remember that. I don't remember much about the past. But I, I remember that, and I remember the preaching got done, and the, uh, one of them must have been paying attention. They give an altar call, and one of my friends come to the altar. I hope he got saved. But when he went out, I thought, well, that's what you're supposed to do. So I went out and followed him up there, bowed down at the altar, and they come and prayed. I don't even remember what they said. I wasn't under conviction. I didn't know nothing about what was going on. I just walked up there, bowed down. They, they prayed with me. The next thing I know is out the creek. They baptized me. I put my name on the church roll at seven year old, and I was as lost as I could be. Yeah. Hey, Amen. Yeah. That night, about nine years later, Charlie McCoy preaching on the hypocrites. I was sitting around where this brother in the green shirt was sitting, the second row back on the end. Everybody I knew, all the souls, my mom and dad son in church. My family, we sung a little bit. My dad was a deacon, a Sunday school teacher. Yeah. Been to church ever, I guess, probably every Sunday. That's when they wouldn't know guessing. We went to church on Sunday. Amen. We went to church on Sunday night. Amen. We went to church on Wednesday night. We went to church sometimes two and three weeks of revival. And I ain't that old, but we had two and three weeks of revival at Sturgill's Baptist Church a lot of times. And we went every night. And they didn't get out. I don't, I'm glad you ain't got a clock in here. I hate going to church to got a clock. Me too. Amen. 
But we, I remember a lot of times getting home at 10, 30, and 11 o'clock, and we only lived a mile from the church. How about that? I was in church, and everybody thought I was saved. Come on. I tried to act like I was saved. Yeah. Well, that night, Charlie McCoy got up and started preaching about being a hypocrite. Being something to everybody that you really wouldn't on the inside. Mm. Putting on a show. And boy, God, the Holy Spirit began to deal with me. And I know I wasn't under conviction maybe for about an hour while he preached. I've heard of people being under conviction for weeks and months. And I was only under conviction for about an hour. But I'm going to tell you, in that hour, I thought I was going to die and go to hell. Amen. I knew I was guilty before God and I needed help. And, and thank God I found help. Amen. I don't know what to pray, Brother Nathan. I've heard people say, repeat this prayer. And now, I, I don't know what you prayed tonight. You got saved. I don't know what I prayed. I know I come to Jesus. Amen. I was a hypocrite. I was lost and on my way to hell, a sinner that needed a Savior, amen, and I come to Jesus and He saved me. I don't understand amen. it even today. He yeah. made a difference down inside. Say, preacher, you've been perfect. No. Mm -hmm. Lord, I've been in the mess since I got saved. That's what even amazes me more than the fact that He saved me, that He saved me knowing the mess I'd make after I got saved. Yeah. But thank God He saved me. Amen. Amen. You know how I know I got saved? He ain't letting me go. Amen. Yes, oh, I get out in the mess sometimes. I like what J. Vernon McGee says. He says uh, the son will go down and get in the hog pen, but he won't stay there. Amen. 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 The hog won't stay in the father's house either. Amen. I mean, you can clean them up, wash them up, and get them all cleaned up and pretty, and they'll come to church for a Sunday or two. But it ain't long if they've never been born again. They'll be right back in the hog pen. That's I'm right. Not saved. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Now can I preach where I want to preach? Preach on it. Hey, man, said, how beautiful are the feet. There's only one person I can think of it. Just we seem to find her at the feet of Jesus that every time you find her. Yeah. And I may be a little bit, I may be a little bit, I may cross some people's beliefs, but I believe it's Mary Magdalene. And I ain't found nothing in the Bible to prove that Mary Magdalene or this. To change my thoughts on this, that Mary Magdalene wasn't the, the sister of Lazarus and Martha. I believe that. I just, it, she just, it just fits the bill. Hey, man, you go over Luke. I believe it's, in, I can't even see without these glasses. I can't find them half the time. I believe it's in Luke chapter 8. I ain't going to read it at all, but uh, there's a woman. There's a man first, a Pharisee. Named Simon. Oh, and he wanted to divide Jesus home with him. And Jesus went home with him. And while they were sitting there eating, there's a woman come in. And the Bible said she began to wash his feet with her tears. And to wipe them with the hairs of her head. Yeah. Oh, and to cry and to weep before him. And I believe it, let me look and see. I believe she brought a, a yeah, she brought an alabaster box of ointment. Mm -hmm. Oh, and broken and anointed Jesus there. And, uh, what the, and Simon, you know, he was, uh, he was one of these religious, religious crowd and all these uppity ups. And he was a thinking in his heart. He said, Oh, if this man were a man of God, if he were uh, really a prophet like he says he is, he'd know who and what manner of woman this is. For this woman's a sinner. Amen. We're all sinners. Amen. And in that day, I mean, somebody she went with. If somebody called a person a sinner. They were vile. Amen. Oh, she was a 
probably a prostitute. I don't know. She was, I mean, just from what I've read, I believe the Bible says that Jesus cast out seven devils out of her. She was vile. Amen. Oh, but something happened in her heart. Amen. She met the Savior. Amen. And He done something for her. And she was there weeping and crying and praising Him and giving Him glory. Amen. And all oh, Jesus, uh, Simon is just a, in His mind, He's thinking, boy, what in the world's wrong? You know, if we ain't careful, we'll get that Simon attitude, won't we? Yeah. I know from coming over here to Brother Derek's, he said up here along the road, along the river, there's all kind of riffraff and people just that. Lord, you see people. It's unreal what you see. Yeah. And I know, I know that some of it about makes you sick, don't it? Yes, sir. You know what? They got a soul. Yeah. You're right. Amen. Go ahead. They're eternal. Amen. Jesus died for them. That's right. Amen. Amen. You think about that. The Bible said he died and took on himself the sin of the whole world. Amen. Amen. My sin was awful and black, and I was just 16 years old. Amen. All my life, and my sins and all that I've done, I have to think, and I can't I can't imagine the grief it caused my Savior. Amen. The, the weight of my sin, but he died with the weight of the sin of the world. Amen. These homosexuals, amen. That's God. I now don't get me wrong. I, I've heard people say God can't save one of them. I'm going to tell you if they'll repent, God's sake. That's exactly right. The trouble is, a lot of people's gone so far in sin and so hard and so, uh, they got their fist in the air toward God and won't, won't even hear the gospel. Amen. Yeah. I know they, they may be a danger that they can't be saved, but it's not because God won't save them. Amen. 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 These old long haired hippies, these, or these people with, well, I don't know, I don't know how far they can go, but. I know if they repent, God will save them. That's yeah. right. Amen. I can't draw that line. I can't make that line. But I know he died for the sin of the whole world. Yes, sir. He did. You look at me and look at one another, we look pretty good. Our sin ain't out on open on our sleeve. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Our sin ain't hanging uh, tattoos all over us and no clothes on. And, you know, some sense, uh, some people just look terrible. Yeah. She's a sin. Seven demons in it. Yeah. Boy, you think people ain't demon possessed today? I'm going to tell you they are. You're right. Hey, probably more now than it was in Jesus' time. But I'm going to tell you, he died for them. And if we can, if uh, you the Bible says, if our gospel's in, it's in to them that are lost. Amen. But there was a God, Paul said, that commanded the light to shine out of darkness. And he's shining our heart. Amen. To reveal in us Jesus Christ. And I'm going to tell you today, the same God that made that light shine out of darkness and shine the light of the love of God into my heart can do the same to them. Amen. We careful. We get a little side. We won't. We'll invite those that dress good and look good, and everything else is all right. We'll invite them to come to church. Yeah. But we'll drive by that, and it smells bad, or uh, had a hard time, and looks bad. Boy, we'll 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 get a sign that too. I got to keep them moving. But here, Mary, this this Mary, this woman here, and don't call her Mary right here. But I believe it's Mary Magdalene. That's just my thoughts. I believe it's Mary, the mother, the sister of Lazarus and Martha. She's washing Jesus' feet. Yeah. And Jesus, no boy, Simon's thinking. He knows what we're thinking tonight. You're right. Yeah. He said, Simon, I got something to say to you. Probably Simon missed. Cocked his shoulders back and think, yeah, boy, I don't hear something. Yeah. He said, Simon, there's two, a creditor had two debtors. 
said one owed 500 pence and one owed 50. He said they didn't have nothing to pay with. He said he frankly forgave them both. Amen. As far as the world's category of sin goes, mine wasn't too black. Yeah. I was just in debt and just as lost and just as on my way to hell. Didn't have nothing to pay with. Yeah. Jesus said, who will love him the most? <laughs> Tom said, I guess the one he forgave the most. Jesus said, you answered right, son. I like what Jesus said to him here. He said, and he turned to the woman and said unto Simon, Seest thou this woman? I entered into thy house, and thou gave me no water for my feet. But she hath washed my feet with tears, and wiped them with the hairs of her head. Thou gavest me no kiss, but this woman since the time I came in had not ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil thou didst anoint, didst not anoint, but this woman hath anointed my feet with oil. Wherefore I say unto her, her sins which are many are forgiven. For she loved much, but to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. And he said unto her, Thy sins are forgiven. Amen. Amen. Boy, you talk about something to hear. Do you remember when Jesus said, I, I didn't hear him physically. But when I stood up from that altar, I knew that burden of sin was gold. Amen. I'm going to tell you, I come down there weighted down with the, with the guilt and the shame of my sin, and I was on my way to hell. When I got up, uh, the Sturgis Baptist Church, I don't guess you've ever been there, but there's a wall about right here. I went over there and tried to hold on to the wall because I felt like I was going to fly through the roof. I know you ain't saved by feelings. You're saved by faith, but I'm glad I got something I can feel. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. This woman found forgiveness in Jesus' feet. Yeah. I don't know if there's anybody here tonight lost, but if you're going to find forgiveness, if you ever found forgiveness, Come on. you found it at the feet of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And you can turn on over just a little later. A little father in the book of Luke. Over in chapter 10, I think it is. The Bible said Jesus entered into a village and he entered into a house. A woman's house named Martha. Yeah. Oh, Martha. Uh, of course, this was Martha and Mary. And I believe it's the same Mary. I can't, I can't be convinced otherwise. But I believe it's the same Mary here. I believe she got saved. I believe she went and told her brothers and sisters about it. And, and I believe that uh, they got saved and uh, they, they, they come to love Jesus. And, and the Bible said that, uh, that he entered into Martha's house and she received him into her house and she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at the feet of Jesus and heard his word. Well, what a good place to be. Amen. The feet of Jesus. Yeah. She's sitting there listening to the word of God. Boy, I don't ever get tired of the Word of God. Amen? Amen. I really don't. I mean that with all my heart. Yes. I, I get tired of the flesh. Amen? There's been times I go, I've been to revival six and seven weeks at a time, and you get weary in the flesh, but I don't ever, ever, Brother Nathan, get tired of the Word of God. Amen. I hear it preach. I hear it sung aloud. Amen? Yeah. I thank God for the Word that Mary said in His feet Heard his word. Amen. Amen. Martha come in there. Oh, she said, Master, said, I said, won't you bet my sister to help me? Said, I, I'm a cooking and I'm a cleaning and I'm a doing this and I'm a trying to get the meal ready and I need some help. Amen. I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of people in the church busy about a lot of things. Amen. Uh, there's a lot of things need to be done in the church and there's yeah. a place for them. But I'm going to tell you, the most important thing you can do in the house of God is gather and feast upon the Word of God. Amen. Amen. And preach the Word. God 
and teach the Word of God. Yeah. Amen. It's the Word of God that has the power to change lives. Amen. Yeah. It'll change mine and your life. Amen. It'll cause us to draw near to the Savior. Yeah. It'll cause our heart to be burdened for the lost. Amen. Yeah. It'll yeah. cause us to want to live right and walk right and look yeah. right. Amen. Yeah. Oh, Martha was uh, she was comforted about Jesus said your troubles and comforted about many things. Oh, I don't know about you, but I get in that state sometimes. Sure. Amen. The old devil likes to get us comfort about things that don't really matter. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And then sometimes he'll get us comfort about religious things and about church Amen. things. Amen. You can get so drugged down if you ain't careful doing things in the church and doing what we call good things uh, that sometimes we miss out on the best thing. Amen. 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 Fellowship with our Savior. That's right. Amen. Oh, Martha said, Lord said, won't you bid me? He said, but Martha was covered about much serving. He come to him and said, Lord, does thou not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful. You're worried, you're anxious, and troubled about many things. You know, I don't know about you, but I believe in God's house. I don't believe he wants us, wants us to be troubled unless we've got sin or something. But I, I believe he wants us to come in here and leave the world outside. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I believe he wants us to come in here and leave. Uh, I don't know. I get burdened sometimes, Brother Nathan, for the church. I get burdened about God's work. Amen. And if you're, I know I, if you're concerned about God's work, you probably do too. And sometimes I'll let it get me down. Sure. And I believe when, God, when we come into God's house, God, this is a place of rest. Amen. This yeah. is a place of peace. Yes. It's a place of worship. Amen. In the presence of God. Oh, there's something about being in the presence of God that just renews your spirit. Amen. Amen. Renews your zeal. And you, you, yeah. you, I don't know how to explain it. Amen. There's just something about being in God's house that's special. Yes, sir. Amen. I don't believe he wants us to come in here covered and worry and trouble and burden. Yeah. Amen. If we are. Brother, I don't know what you come for. Here's a place to bring it. Amen. Amen. Yes. Don't wait till the altar call. Yeah. Amen. Don't wait. Don't sit there and be miserable in the house of God when you get what you need right now. Amen. Yeah. Uh, come and rejoice and enjoy the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Oh, Martha said, yeah. Lord, better to help me. But Jesus, listen to what Jesus said. He said, Martha, he said, there's one thing needful. What was that needful? She's sitting here in the Word of God. Boy, it's needful today that we hear the Word of God. Amen. Amen. We hear everything else. Right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the Bible, over there, God spoke to Elijah in a still small voice, didn't he? Yes, sir. I'm going to tell you, for God to speak to most people today, he'd have to scream. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's true. You get up in the morning, turn the radio on, turn the news on, <laughs> turn the weather on. Turn the computer on, turn the TV on, turn the phone on, check the emails, check the, the chit chat and all this other stuff. I don't even know what it is. Yeah. You got I got a cell I do have a cell phone. Hope I ain't brought it in. You can't even see the, the screen on it. It's a flip phone, the screen went blank a year ago. My girl said, Daddy, I'm gonna get you a smartphone. I said, Don't you do it, I don't want it. <laughs> All I want to do on the phone is talk. Amen. Yeah. Sometimes I wish to goodness it's still hooked to the wall and you couldn't take it out of the living room. Yeah. Remember them good old days? Amen. We thought we got high tech when we got a 20 foot cord so we could go in another room and have, have privacy. Yeah. Yeah. I, when cell phones come out, I said, I'll never have one. 
And guess how I ended up getting one? The church I pastored wanted me to get one. Oh, that's been the worst thing probably ever happened to me. <laughs> I don't know where I got to. <laughs> one thing's needful to hear the word of God. Yes, sir. To hear from heaven. Yeah. He said, Mary's chosen that good part. Which shall not be taken away from her. You know what? It's a choice. Martha could have chose that good part too. We make a choice every day for the Lord. Yeah. Or, or not for the Lord. Amen. We choose. Right. Amen. We make a choice every day to spend time in God's Word or not to. Yeah. You don't have to turn the radio on. You don't have to turn the TV on. Yeah. You know, some of the best times I've ever had with the Lord. In my car, driving to work. I got about a 30 minute drive to work. There's a lot of words I get in flip the radio on. But I found out, Brother Nathan, I get up in the morning and start praying and thinking about the Lord and leave the radio off. My goodness, me and the Lord has a pretty good trip for me. Yes, sir. It's a choice. Mary's chosen the good part. Yeah. Why in the world would we choose what's going on in this world? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Over fellowship with the Lord. Yeah. You don't have to be on your knees to be at the feet of Jesus. That's right. Mm -hmm. He's been many times driving down the road. I've been at his feet. Yeah. He was speaking to me. Well, what a precious place. Amen. I'm going to hurry. No, you good. You come on over, Mary found the good, the good part, the word of God, the fellowship with Jesus. She found it at his feet. You flip on over in about John chapter 11. Mary, Martha, Lazarus. I believe they were special with Jesus. Yeah. Amen. I believe he probably spent a lot of time at their house. Spent a lot of time fellowshipping with him. And here come a day that they sent word, Mary and Martha did, to Jesus. Said the one you love, the one whom you love, he's sick. And I believe they expected him to come. I know they did. Mm -hmm. And the Bible said after he got the message, he tarried two more days. And then he, he told those disciples, said, let's go. Let's go to Lazarus. Let's go to Jerusalem. Down there where Lazarus. And uh, they said, Lord, the, the, the Jews of late sought to stone thee and go thither again. And he said, well, if they 12 hours today, if you walk in the light, you can see where you're going. Amen. I'm going to tell you, if you walk in the light of God's word, we ain't got to be afraid. Amen. Amen. They were afraid. Thomas said, let's go down there. We might die with him. They thought he's going to be killed. But Jesus said, our Friend Lazarus sleepeth and said, I'm going to go wake him up. Yeah. Oh, and they said, Lord, if he sleepeth, he doeth well. Jesus said, no, that he's not asleep like you think he's dead. Yeah. He said, no, I'm glad for your sakes that I wasn't there. Amen. <clears throat> you know why? Because if Martha was right, if Jesus would have been there, he wouldn't have died. Amen. You ever notice there's no funerals <clears throat> in, the, in, the, in the Gospels? That's true. Yeah. The gospel's about Jesus. There's only one funeral, and Jesus stopped it. And amen. <laughs> yeah. The widow of Nain's son, they had going down to bury him. He rode and raised him from the dead. Somebody said you couldn't, uh, you couldn't learn how to preach a funeral from the gospels because they wouldn't want. <laughs> Jesus had been there; he wouldn't have died. Yeah. Jesus went down the road. Mary or Martha led. Martha was still Martha. She got up this face and said, Lord, if you'd have been here, 
I don't know. I believe I don't know. I I don't. I can't qualify this, but I, she may have a little bit of resentment in her voice. Lord, if you'd have, if you'd have been here, if you'd have just come when we when we sent word to you, he wouldn't have died. Jesus said, "Your brother will live again." Oh, Martha said, I know he will at the last day of the resurrection. And Jesus said, Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me shall he that liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? And she said, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God. Yeah. She went back and got married. She said, The Master's calling for you. Mary come, got up out of her, out of her place there where she was just sitting, and probably a weeping and a crying. And got up and come and ran and fell down at Jesus' feet. And she said the exact same words to Jesus. Martha did, I believe. She said, Lord, if you'd have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Somebody said Martha was in his face. But Jesus was at his, or Mary was at his feet. Well, there's a difference. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah. Martha maybe was a little resentful or a little, maybe, maybe a little short with Jesus. I believe Mary was willing to accept whatever Jesus had. But it's still, it's still a question if you'd have been here. If you'd just got here on time. I like that song when he's four days late, he's still on time. Amen. Right? Amen. Yeah. Amen. God ain't late for your situation. Amen. Amen. If you're going through something and you think God ain't answering your prayer, you just rest assured that God knows exactly what's going on. Amen. And He is not late. He has a purpose and a plan. Amen. And that ain't been thwarted. We think He's late. Amen. We live in a day of instant gratification. We want this and that and everything else now. But sometimes the Lord makes us wait. Yeah. That we might receive something great. Amen. Amen. He wouldn't make it wait to be mean to it. He did not come because he didn't love them. Yeah. He did not answer their request because he had something against them. No, he was going to show them the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Oh, uh, they, they, they all get down there toward the grave. And the Bible said they were weeping. And, and the Bible says, yeah. shortest verse in the Bible, Jesus wept. Yeah. He didn't weep because Lazarus was dead. He knew what he was going to do. Yeah. I believe he wept because he saw the brokenness of Mary and Martha. Mm -hmm. yeah. He didn't have no trouble taking care of the situation. But his heart was tender. And I'm glad we serve a God that's got a tender heart. Amen. 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 The Bible says he, he touched with the feeling of our infirmities. Amen. Oh, ain't that good? Yeah. That means our weaknesses. He knows what we feel. Hey, he understands. Amen. Yeah. He can be a compassionate, a faithful, and merciful high priest. Amen. Oh, he knows where we're at. Yeah. Boy, ain't that good? Does that yeah. help yeah. Yes, sir. That really, because I get in some bad shapes. Sure. Amen. Mm -hmm. I don't know if any of you grown men cry or not, but I've spent some time of crying. Yeah. Oh, we like that tough, don't we? Like mm -hmm. nothing bothers us when we can handle it. Mm -hmm. I can't handle it sometimes. Yeah. Amen. My 19 year old daughter. Here that she get ready for college. I can't handle that. Amen. I can't. Be three and a half hours away. Seem like she grew up overnight and, and seem like I ain't done what I ought to do. And I ain't been there for it. I ain't, I ain't got to do what all I want to do. And I think about that, man. I go to my heart goes to break. They got three more getting ready to follow her. Oh, I don't know if I can take it or not. Except preachers, he understands. I believe he does. I gotta hurry, don't we? No, you don't. Lord Jesus, he asked the question, where have you laid? 
pretty late. Some of them said, couldn't this man not die as the blind? Could he not cause this man not die? Oh, they were asking all kinds of questions and wondering and worrying and fretting. Yeah. Jesus said, where have you? I always wonder why Jesus asked that. Where have you laid? Jesus knew he was sick. Jesus knew his, he had died. Yeah. Jesus knew he was going to raise him again. Why didn't he know where he laid him? They laid him there. I believe Jesus wanted them to realize they put him there. They give up on him. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Hey, man, where'd you lay him at? Where's he at? They get to the tomb. He said, roll away the, roll away the stone. Couldn't Jesus have rolled the stone away? Mm. I believe he could have. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? If we ain't careful, we'll give up on people. You're right, preacher. Yeah. Hey, man, I ain't got time to get into this. But I believe the three resurrections he done in the Bible is a picture uh, a type of Jesus saving people from a young child all the way up to an old man. And sometimes people that's hopeless. You know, Lazarus, had laid in the grave four days. They tell me Jewish tradition or superstition or something uh, that if somebody had been dead for three days, there's still a chance or a hope that maybe something might happen and their spirit could come back into their body. But after four days, there was no more hope. Jesus waited for four days till there was no more hope. They had laid him in the grave. They'd give up. I'm going to tell you tonight, if you've got loved ones and people that are lost in your family Come or on. people you work with and you think there's no hope for them, I'm going to tell you, don't give up on them, amen. Yeah. Uh, maybe you need to go look where you laid him at. Maybe you need to go unroll the stone, amen, and call on Jesus. Jesus is able. Hey, we can't save them. We can't raise the little The little girl there, the little Jairus' daughter, 12-year-old, she hadn't been dead just a few minutes. We couldn't raise her from the dead if we tried. Amen. But it was no Amen. trouble for Jesus. It's no trouble for him to raise one that's been dead for four days. Amen. Yeah. I'm going to tell you tonight, it ain't no trouble for him to save one of these little young ones. Amen. Oh, I need a lot tonight. But it's by the same token, it's no trouble for him to save your grandpa or your uncle's race at 70 or 80 years old and Amen. you think ain't no hope left. Yeah. Amen. I had an uncle, 76 year old. Or never been saved, never went to hardly ever went to church. And one night I was coming back from church. And they'd go out to eat every, for every meal. They'd go out to eat. And I met them, I was coming in from churches, I guess they was coming in from eating pretty late one night. And I got behind them. And God said, go talk to him. And you know how we do. And, but this time, thank God I went and talked. But you know what I done before I went there? Oh, and I pulled off the side of the road, got my Bible out, and I began to look at all the all the salvation verses and all the witnessing verses. And I've been again trying to memorize and think of what I was going to say. And, and uh, I thought I was going to be prepared. And I, I followed him over to the house and got there about the time he was getting out. And uh, old man, he's been over like this, had Parkinson's, couldn't walk, couldn't stand straighten up. And anyway, we got in the house. I just started talking. I couldn't, I didn't remember a thing I'd read. I started telling him about Jesus. Now Jesus loved him. Amen. He was raised right. My grandmother was a godly woman. <coughs> he sat there with tears in his eyes for 30 minutes. Never did get saved. But God gave me peace. I, and a couple, a couple weeks later, uh, somebody called me and said, you'll never believe what happened to church today. <laughs> said your uncle come and got saved. Amen. So they heard it, heard somebody walking up the aisle and said he'd been over like that. Walked up to the preacher and said, Preacher, I need to be saved. I don't know if he could bow or not, but he got. Well, I'm glad God's at. Amen. Amen. We don't need to give up hope. Amen. This thing's not over. Yeah. Amen. He's not still saving people. Amen. Yes. Where have you laid him? Yeah. 
took him to the graveyard. He told him to take away the stone. What did Martha say? She said, Lord, but this time he stinks. Yeah. He's been in there four days. We don't want to do that. Jesus said, didn't I tell you if you'd only believe you'd see the glory of God? Yeah. They rolled yeah. that stone away. Jesus began to pray and he said, Father, said I, I'm not, I know you. I, always, I know you always hear me. He said, I ain't praying. I'm praying for their sake. Lord, he is wanting them to see something, wouldn't he? He is wanting them to see his power and his glory. Amen. He is wanting them to see that he will have power over death. Amen. And he, he uh, hard, somebody said if he'd hard come out, everybody in the grave would have come out. But he hard Lazarus come forward. Yeah. And said, him who was dead came forth wrapped in great clothes. And you know what Jesus told him? He said, loose him and let him go. <clears throat> Boy, he, he raised him. He had to die again. He had power, Jesus had power to raise the dead. Yeah. What did Mary find at his feet? Well, she found comfort for her soul, didn't she? Yeah. Her heart, her heart was troubled over what happened and why Jesus hadn't got there. But when she got to his feet, she found him. Amen. Turn over another chapter. I'll try to hurry. Yeah, all right. Chapter 12. Martha's making another supper again. I believe this time makes a little bit of a difference in her than, than, than there was the first time. I believe this is a joy to her. I believe her work this time is giving God glory. I mean, I just yeah. knew yeah. she's experienced the blessing and the wonder of God and of Jesus. And so they made him a supper and Martha served. And Lazarus sat at the table with him. Listen to this. Then Mary took a pound of oil with a spike and very costly and anointed the feet of Jesus. Don't that sound like the first Mary we read about, the first mm -hmm. wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. I can't help believe with Mary Magdalene's same Mary here. I believe she done that. Mm -hmm. I believe she's remembered what Jesus had done for her. Yes, sir. Hey, man, she come. And I, I want to tell you something. She's down at his feet and on his feet with that ointment. One of the disciples, probably Judas, I said, Lord, why wouldn't this sold for 300 pence and taken and given to the poor? Amen. Yeah. Oh, he didn't care about the poor. He didn't care. Oh, he just bothered him. He's wanting that money. Amen. But uh, Jesus said, she's done this for my burial. Amen. And wherever the gospels preach, said this will be a testimony to him. Yeah. yeah. What you think about that? That little box of ointment. Alabaster box of ointment. That 300 pence. If I understand that right, that's almost a year's wages. Mm -hmm. She took and broke it. Amen. She just didn't hope it. She broke it and poured it out on his feet. Amen. And the Bible said the smell filled the whole house. Yeah. I'm going to tell you tonight, we ought to give everything. I don't, I ain't never walked into the church and laid my whole year's paycheck in the offering plate. Amen. But I'm going to tell you, God wants us to give everything. Amen. Hey, we hold too much back. Amen. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, everybody in the house was blessed by what she done. They smelled the beautiful smell, amen, of that ointment <laughs> because she came and anointed Jesus' feet. Yeah. Amen. How we ought to be found in Jesus' feet. Worshiping with all we've got. Amen. No wonder God hates pride. Yeah. It keeps us from worshiping God. It keeps us from praising Him and glorifying Him. She broke that on and everybody in the house was blessed. Yeah. I got to thinking about that. And I heard a preacher sort of preach along these lines. You know, it's just a... a 
just a very short time, he's getting ready to be crucified. And the next time you find Mary Magdalene at the feet of Jesus, it's at the cross. Hey, man, I'm yeah. going to tell you, that wasn't a pretty sight. Right. I don't know what it's like in a lot of these movie makers trying to redo, the, redo that. I don't think they've even touched it. And I don't think God mm -hmm. meant for us to see that. And uh, He wants us just to know that Jesus died for our sins. Amen. Yeah. If He had wanted to des describe the details, He could have done that. Amen. Yeah. Uh, but it was a terrible sight, no doubt. And they were there defeating all them old uh, soldiers and all the probably the, the foul odors and the smells. And I ain't trying to make it look bad. I mean, any more than. But you can you imagine what it must have been like? And and they're standing there defeating Jesus. And what's that smell? That on where Mary put on yeah. a sweet savor. Yeah. Amen. The Bible said when he hung on that cross, it's a sweet savor before God. Amen. Yeah. Oh, well, he's dying for my sin and your sin. But what was happening there was God was pleased with the sacrifice. Amen. It yeah. was a sweet smell in the nostrils of God. Amen. He yeah. was pleased with that sacrifice. Amen. The Bible said in several places in offerings and sacrifices, I would not. Hey, it wasn't pleased in that. Amen. It didn't satisfy uh, the holy. Uh, the holy judgment of God. Amen. But I'm glad the death of Jesus, amen, as he died there on that cross, pleased God. Amen. Yeah. The Bible said it pleased him over in Isaiah. Yeah. <coughs> Mary was there at his feet. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I've been at the feet of the cross, at the feet of Jesus. Amen. The foot of the cross. Yeah. One more place we find her at the feet of Jesus. Yeah. We didn't spoke about it a little bit this morning, but she went down after he had died. Heartbreak, heartbroke. I mean, you think you really go, we read this lightly sometimes, but you really think about what they went through. Oh, she loved Jesus. We ought to love him. Yeah. You saved his precious. Amen. She went down early that first day of the week to join his body and get finished the burial. Yeah. That's what she was going to do. Got down there and he went there. Well, I'm glad he wasn't there. Amen. Amen. You can go, go to the grave all and he's still there. You can go to her mall and you can go to the grave of Buddha and he's still there. Most, what is it, Lenin or Stalin, all them communist leaders over there, they, they've got his body on display, still there. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad you can go to Jerusalem. Yeah. I ain't never been there, but you can go to Jerusalem and there ain't, ain't nobody in that tomb. Right? Amen. Hey, man, they can do their DNA analysis. They can dig, do their archaeology work. And they ain't going to come up with a bone or a hair or a drop of blood or anything else. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you, our Savior got up out of that grave. Hey, they didn't have to roll the grave back for the stone back for him to come out. They rolled the stone back so we could see it. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you, Jesus got up. Mary went down there to find him and she couldn't find him, thank God. She turned around and seen the gardener. And oh, said, if you'll tell me where you've laid him, said, I'll go get him. And he said, Mary, Boy, I'm glad when he speaks your name. He knows my name. Amen. Hey, Amen. He knows my name. Yeah. Brother, that, there's been time I've been heartbroken, troubled, and he just spoke. He didn't have to say, don't let to say much. Amen. Yeah. Oh, I've had him speak to my heart and yes, my soul. Amen. And Amen. the burden and the guilt and the, the fear just rolled away. Amen. And what joy and peace. I can take you to the West Jefferson Wood products. I was under such a burden. I'd been under a burden for six months and troubled. And, and uh, I mean, I was in bad shape. I ain't a big man now, but I skinny back in and I'd lost like 11 pounds from what I was going through. <coughs> I was in bad shape. I was off-bearing old 
rips off. And I said, Lord, I can't take any more. I need your help. And buddy, the peace of God, I don't know why he didn't say words audibly to me, but he, he, he knows what I was needing. Amen. Man, my soul flooded full of, I don't know how to describe, describe it. I was throwing wood and tears and snot and I shout and had one hand in the air and I don't know what the guy around the saw thought. I guess he thought I'd go crazy. But after you've been through what I've been through, oh, it felt good to hear from heaven. And after she had been through what she had been through, oh, it felt good to look around and know that he is alive. Amen. And she got down at his feet. The Bible said that and held him by the feet and worshiped him. Well, I'm glad that the feet of Jesus, ain't you? How beautiful for his feet. Amen. If you're here tonight and you need something, I believe you'll find it at the feet of Jesus. That's right. Amen. Amen. If you need help, if you need encouragement, amen. If you need, a, if you need to find that good part, amen. Whatever you need, you'll find it in His feet. Yeah. You'll find it in Jesus. That's right. If you need salvation tonight, yeah, come on. He's brought that good news. Amen. Amen. You don't have to die. You don't have to die lost. You can come to Jesus and have eternal life. Amen. If you're here tonight, you're struggling, you can find the help of Jesus. Yeah. If there's people in your life that's lost and you've done give up on, you can find the help of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I believe that. I tell you what, if we don't find our help there, we ain't going to find any help. Amen. Amen. We need to get back to, we need to, this, I thank God for the older prayer. Boy, it does my heart good to hear the people and see everybody that come by so many churches yeah. anymore. You get one or two to come and pray and the rest sits in the church. When I was a little boy, they'd have altar prayer and it'd fill up, come out the back door, people down on their knees yeah. and praying. Yeah. That's what yeah. we need to be. Amen. Amen. If you've got a need tonight, as we stand to our feet, yeah. I hope I ain't kept you too long today. No, I've been short. If you've got a need tonight, I don't know what that might be. I can't bring revival. Revival don't start in the church. It starts in your heart. Amen. Right. Amen. We ain't just going to come to church because we're having a meeting and get revival to go. Right. It'll start in your heart, in my Amen. heart. Yeah. If God's speaking to your heart, why don't you come tonight? Yeah. Are, you, are, you, are you satisfied with where you're at? Martha would. Lord, I need help. Yeah. I'm struggling. I'm cumbered. I'm I'm busy. I can't. I can't. She needed help. Are you satisfied where you're at tonight with the Lord? Mary was seeing his feet. His feet. I believe she's perfectly satisfied in his feet. If you need to pray, won't you come? Ain't no shame. All is for God's people.
Why don't you bring it to him? He knows right where you're at. He knows what you need. Why don't you come? Why don't you come? You might need to move it tonight. Whatever you need, it's right there to speak. As soon as I get to the back. <laughs> 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 